0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 849, Stocks Part 5, Keeping It Simple, Considerations, and Tools, by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And I am your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And hey, if you'd like to be in the upcoming book raffle happening in two days, plus get some free spreadsheet tools from us, participate in our 30-day money challenge coming up in June, and much more, come join our mailing list. You can join at oldpodcast.com. That's OLDpodcast.com, and it is totally free. And I'll give you a quick reminder about that at the end of the show as well. So for now, let's get right to our post from JL Collins as we optimize your life. Stocks Part 5, Keeping It Simple, Considerations, and Tools by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. Simple is good. Simple is easier. Simple is more profitable. What I'm going to share with you in these next couple of articles is the soul of simplicity. With it, you'll learn all you need to know to produce better investment results than 80% of the professionals and active amateurs out there. It will take almost none of your time and you can focus on all the other things that make your life rich and beautiful. So how can this be? Isn't investing complicated? Don't I need professionals to guide me? No and no. Since the days of Babylon, people have been coming up with investments, mostly to sell to other people. There's a strong financial incentive to make these investments complex and mysterious. But the simple truth is, the more complex an investment, the less likely it is to be profitable. Index funds outperform actively managed funds in large part simply because actively managed funds require expensive active managers. Not only are they prone to making investment mistakes, their fees are a continual performance drag on the portfolio, but they are very profitable for the companies that run them and as such are heavily promoted. Of course, those profits come from your pocket. So do the promotion costs. Not only do you not need complex investments for success, they actually work against you. At best, they are costly. At worst, they are a cesspool of swindlers. Not worth your time. We can do better. Here's all we're going to need three considerations and three tools. The three considerations. You'll want to consider, one, in what stage of your investing life are you? The wealth building stage or the wealth preservation stage or most likely a blend of the two? Two, what level of risk do you find acceptable? And three, is your investment horizon long-term or short-term? As you've surely noticed, these three are closely linked. Your level of risk will vary with your investment horizon. Both will tilt the direction of your investing stage. All three will be linked to your current employment and future plans. Only you can make these decisions, but let me offer a couple of guiding thoughts. Safety is a bit of an illusion. There is no risk-free investment. Don't let anyone tell you differently. If you bury your cash in the backyard and dig it up 20 years from now, you'll still have the same amount of money, but even modest inflation levels will have drastically reduced its spending power. If you invest to protect yourself from inflation, deflation might rob you, or the other way around. Your stage is not necessarily linked to your age. You might be planning to retire early. You might be worried about your job. You might be taking a sabbatical. You might be returning to the workforce after several years of retirement. Your life stages may well shift several times over the course of your life. Your investments can easily shift with them. FU money is critical. If you don't yet have yours, start building it now. Be relentless. Life is uncertain. The job you have and love today can disappear tomorrow. Nothing money can buy is more important than your fiscal freedom. In this modern world of ours, no tool is more important. Don't be too quick to think short-term. Most of us are, or should be, long-term investors. The typical investment advisor's rule of thumb is, subtract your age from 100 or 120. The result is the percent of your portfolio that should be in stocks, A 60-year-old should, by this calculation, have 40% in conservative, wealth-preserving bonds. Nonsense. Here's the problem. Even modest inflation destroys the value of bonds over time, and bonds can't offer the compensating growth potential of stocks. If you are just starting out at age 20, you're looking at perhaps 80 years of investing, maybe even a century if life expectancies continue to expand. Even at 60 and in good health, you could easily be looking at another 30 years. That's long-term in my book. Or maybe you have a younger spouse, or maybe you want to leave some money to your kids, grandkids, or even to a charity. All will have their own long-term horizons. Once you've sorted through your three considerations, you are ready to build your portfolio, and you'll need only these three tools to do it. See, I promised this would be simple. 1. Stocks VTSAX, Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. You've already met this fund in earlier posts in this series. It's an index fund that invests in stocks. Stocks, over time, provide the best returns, and with VTSAX, the lowest effort and cost. This is our core wealth-building tool and our hedge against inflation. But as we've discussed, stocks are a wild ride along the way, and you gotta be tough. 2. Bonds, VBTLX, Vanguard Total Bond Market Index Fund. Bonds provide income, tend to smooth out the rough ride of stocks, and are a deflation hedge. Deflation is what the Fed is currently fighting so hard, and it's what pulled the U.S. into the Great Depression. Very scary. The downside for bonds is that during times of inflation and or rising interest rates, they get hammered. And three, cash. Cash is always good to have in hand. You never want to have to sell your investments to meet emergencies. Cash is also king during times of deflation. The more prices drop, the more your cash can buy. But idle cash doesn't have much earning potential, and when prices rise, inflation, its value steadily erodes. We tend to keep ours here, VMMXX. This is a money market fund, and time was they offered higher yields than banks. These days, with interest rates near zero, not so much. Now we also keep some in our local bank. If you prefer, an online bank like ING works fine too. So that's it, three simple tools. Two index mutual funds and a money market and or bank account a wealth builder, an inflation hedge, a deflation hedge, and cash for daily needs and emergencies. Low cost, effective, diversified, and simple. You can fine-tune the investments in each to meet the needs of your own personal considerations. Want a smoother ride? Willing to accept a lower long-term return and slower wealth accumulation? Just increase the percent in VBTLX. Next time, we'll talk about a couple of specific strategies and portfolios to get you started. Meanwhile, a brief note on Vanguard. You will have noticed that Vanguard is the company that operates all of these funds. It is the only investment company I recommend and the only one you need or should deal with. Vanguard's unique structure means that its interests and yours are the same. Vanguard the company is owned by the Vanguard funds, in other words, by us, the fund shareholders. This is unique among investment companies. A while back, a commentator on Reddit, referring to one of my posts, said, quote, this really just looks like a commercial for Vanguard, quote. I can see his point, although I wish he'd made it directly on here. I am a huge Vanguard fan, but I am not on their payroll, and I have no financial interest in the company other than owning the funds I describe. You might find an index fund in another investment company that's a bit cheaper. They create some as loss leaders. But you can't trust these other companies long term. Their interests are not your interests. Their interests lie in making money for their owners. If you play with snakes, to quote Dave Ramsey, you'll eventually get bitten. Don't bother. Stick with Vanguard. You just listened to the post titled Stocks Part 5, Keeping It Simple, Considerations, and Tools by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com.
1: It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner they take the pain out of running a business. Automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment, Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today.
0: And just a quick reminder that you can be in raffles to win books from us on the first day of every month, which is in just two days. Plus, you can get free spreadsheets, life tips, and be part of our 30-day money challenge in June with prizes. All of that comes with being part of our free newsletter. To join, come by oldpodcast.com. That's OLDpodcast.com. And that is it for today. Thank you for being here and being part of our Optimal Family. I will see you tomorrow for the Friday show. That's where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Moloch, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too.